This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial complex. Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty! The only thing we have to fear is fear itself! Sooner or later, though. You always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fambergas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, Please make yourself at home. I want to thank you, very desk member, for making this program possible. By popular demand, tonight's special guest is Sonia Barrett, who will discuss government, religion, and education, the keepers of the matrix, subtle running programs of self-imprisonment. Sonia Barrett will be with us shortly. To listen to the full interview, just go to VeritasRadio.com and subscribe. You will receive instant access to all of our material. And don't let the winter keep you down. Order MMFs right from us. And to get in touch with me, just click on the contact button of our website, VeritasRadio.com. It is evident that there is a collective concept or interpretation of reality that is shared by many. The system also supports a network of human emotions according to the protocols of this reality. The system is structured to support collective evolution. Individualized progression is more of an override to the system. Within the hologram are programs supporting order and control. Such programs are run through familiar systems of government, religion, and education. In examining the governmental system in the region one may reside, the dependency of people on government as a protector is a familiar tale worldwide. 
Conditions are created in order to ensure the need of government. When people have been programmed to be compliant, the decision-making process in their lives are easily transferred to the overseers. Humanity has been trained to take orders, and this includes even those that lead. Where did much of this kind of belief system emerge from? For answers to these and many more questions, Sonia Barrett is coming up next. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to Very Thomas. Don't go anywhere. This is Michael Tassarian, and you're listening to Veritas. Sonia Barrett is globally recognized for her unique, in-depth, and humorous style of explaining the nature of reality as not only a virtual reality, but ultimately a game. In 1992, a newly divorced single mother of two sons, Sonia Barrett set out to prove her own influence on physical reality amidst the difficulties and struggles. She was determined to triumph in consciously fusing mind and matter. Against all odds, she proclaimed a movement upon herself without books or gurus to guide her, with only determination as a resource. Sonia Barrett would eventually, quote, penetrate the matrix, as had been her desire and ultimate goal. She became her own experiment, and the results later became the books The Holographic Canvas, The Fusing of Mind and Matter, published in 2008, and The Cosmic Game in 3D, Mastering Reality, Mastering the Matrix of the Mind, due in the fall of 2012. With the publishing of The Holographic Canvas, Sonia found herself at the other end of her many years of silent learning. Sonia Barrett is the host, producer, and founder of Sovereign Mind Radio and the founder and publisher of Sovereign Mind Magazine. Sonia has an upcoming workshop to be held in Los Angeles, California on March 17, 2012, entitled The Coding the Matrix of Time, Reality, and Cycles. And to learn more about Sonia Barrett and her work, visit her website at spiritinform.com. And directly from North Hollywood, California, I would like to welcome Sonia Barrett back to Veritas. Hello, Sonia. Welcome back. How are you? Oh, I am well, and I am very excited to be on your wonderful show. And um, 
Thank you for having me come back. It's an honor. It's my pleasure. And you know what? It, uh, I'm very excited, too, because the last time we did the show mm-hmm. and I hung up with you, my brain was just bent like a pretzel, like Dolores Cannon said, because the information you talk about, you don't seem to get it in most places. So so we're very privileged here to be having you back. There's an, an article that uh, you wrote recently in the last few days called Government, Religion, and Education, Keepers of the Matrix, Subtle Running Program of Self-Imprisonment. That's a huge title, Sonia. Tell us about that. Um, good question. <laughs> Tell us about that. Uh, well, you know, the article really focused on it, it. It went into quite a few things. So if anybody has an opportunity to read the article, I mean, I, I've had more emails and even people calling me on the phone because the article uh, sort of jogged them out of a, a relaxed space. Um, the article says government, religion and education keepers of of the matrix, subtle running programs of self-imprisonment. And so I wanted to sort of bring focus to these, um, that which runs the system then, that which runs this aspect of the matrix then, um, which are these these, uh, power players in in place. They sort of keep everything um, structured in a way that keeps our minds busy. But at the same time, I wanted to also remind people um, that they were also dealing with self-imprisonment as well and how those programs uh, affect our our lives, our thought process, and that we end up becoming our own um, warden, our own you know prison keepers per se. Even though we we do put it off on them, 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 you know what's out there. But ultimately, it it really is about us. So the article covers so so much. Um, you know, we would have to sort of you know I don't know if, if there's anything you want to look at specifically, but I also talked about things like um, our focus on, mm, you know, our 401k, the credit bureau, um, you know, I took that to even the extent of this, the more spiritual or the more conscious aspect of it, but just r- trying to show people how we buy into the uh, automated system in place, because these are all automated programs. This is the way the system runs. Uh, on an automatic level in terms of um, uh, human life, that part that regulates the laws by which um, we operate and the fact that we have become, um, we become very willing and automatically submit to this system in place, not realizing that we have. And then that in turn really takes us away from the, a much deeper connection and a much deeper flow. And that goes for Everybody, I mean, even the people who are just saying they're so, so spiritual, you know, over the top with spirituality. And then at the same time, in the same breath, they're doing some of the um, or operating by some of the same system programs. And, and one more thing I wanted to say. Now, this is not I made sure to say that in the article that this is not to say that we should not look at our credit or um, or or take care of our 401k or any of that. That's not what the article is implying. 
Um, but we need to understand that this is all a game process that we're dealing with, just like the stock market. You're playing a game. Everything is a game process. And then so we have to learn how to engage in that process so that we don't uh, give our our life force over to these systems and and then visualize or see these systems as the end all as if you know all is lost if i don't have good credit i can't do anything if i don't have my 401k what am i going to do when i retire if you hear yourself you recognize that you are operating by the uh, system in place by the automated programs and completely detached from that live feed that truly does exist and this is why I like your style, Sonia, because you put things that could be potentially perceived as complicated in a very practical way with, with daily routines. And a few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to speak with uh, Charlotte Isserby. She mm -hmm. was a liaison with the White House and Ronald Reagan with the Department of Education. And she wrote a book called The Deliberate Dumbing Down of America. Right. I interviewed her last week. I interviewed Good. her like for 2008. I've interviewed her several times. Well, excellent. Yeah, so, so you know what yeah. she deals with. Mm -hmm. and, and, and this is, my question is, are we almost, when we're born, let's say you put a baby on the left and you put a new computer to the right. You just bought the computer and the baby was just born. You know, it's an empty cup. With the computer, if it, if it comes formatted, you have to put the code, put the software so that it can operate. The same thing with the child. Is this part of the control program, education, religion, um, and, and all of the education, religion, and government? Are these the software packages that are put into us so that we can survive in this matrix? Uh, yes, I, I definitely would say so. Uh, I do know that we we do come in with um, certain programs already based on our bloodline and ancestral lines, and I think that the when when we interact then with with these programs, which are then administered by these systems that we're speaking about, um, they we have a relationship with them, or we interact with them, or they impact us. Uh, based on some of these core programs that we already have or came in with or got imprinted with while we're in the womb. Um, you know, we come out depending on the family that we're into. Um, all of those things sort of set the stage in terms of how we are going to respond to these automatic programs that everybody gets presented with. Uh, basically, so they are they they define our help to keep uh, law and structure and order uh, in terms of how we will operate on a on a common level. So they present a level of commonality, uh, even though we might appear to have. Um, you know, be so different then or so diverse. There are some common rules or protocols by which we operate. And, and it's such an amazing program and an amazing system that it's very, it's very hard sometimes to detect the fact that you are really responding and living your life according to these systems in place, according to these programs, because they're set up in a way to give you a sense of 
uh, choice, to give you a sense of independence, to give you a false sense of freedom. Um, but most people are not, you know, really living <laughs> what we call free per se. Most people are living their lives based on all these programs that are run through social uh, social conditioning, social programs. Um, and everybody wants to be accepted and to fit in to some degree in um, in our society based on many of these structures, which is the failure and success program. Uh, failure and success program, I think, really helps to um, initiate, you know, these programs and which direction, you know, one w may end up going in. So it's how we define um, good and bad and uh, failure and success you know, all of these things come together and it's like you're living your life based on these conditions, based on these things that have been defined or, or um, constructed or concepts constructed by the system in place. I don't want to say that we are machines because this is giving credit to the controllers where credit is not due. That said, how are we different from machines if we are living, breathing beings, constructed from cells, consuming and burning energy, governed by electrical impulses. Isn't this the, the, the same as a machine? Uh, yes, I, I, I think that's the thing. And I've written about this. You know, my mind goes, <laughs> my mind really kind of goes <laughs> yes. um, far and wide. But uh, I've written about this and it's always, you know, really sometimes shocking to me the response I do get from people that are saying, yes, <laughs> you know, you're right. But most time, pe most of the times people are, are sort of afraid to say some of these things to other people because they're worried that they may be uh, they may be looked at as being a little bit off. Yeah. Well, the truth of it is, if we you know, we look at science um, the body is this unique computer. I mean, you know, the science is recognizing that it's a unique computer. Um, it's a unique system. I think where we get confused is the fact that what we have to recognize, well, what is in the system? Who is in the system? What we tend to do is we tend to um, think that we are our bodies. And that's why people get would will get offended if you say, well, this is a computerized system because they immediately see the wholeness of who they are, that you're identifying them, them, you know, the ultimate existence of them as a, a computer. And that's not what we're saying. We're saying this body is designed in that manner because the body is very much like a, a, a space suit or a ship that is designed specifically for this reality so that you can function in, you know, based on the environmental laws here, you know, all the gaseous laws and so on, which is why we take in oxygen is because these, these vehicles are designed to process or to be part of this uh, third dimensional experience, um, you know, in that manner. So what we have, though, is we have a separation now, because since we keep since we identify so much with our bodies, 
we are so busy trying to be then spiritual. And all that means is we keep trying to reach for that something that is beyond this body, that part of us that is really way more vast than the this system uh, which we occupy. So that is the distinct difference there. When we begin to really make that that connection and not identify so much as being the body, then that part of us can make uh, incredible changes and regulate the, the way this body functions, um, the, the choices that we make, that, that authentic part of you that is constantly, that remains in live feed. And when I say live feed, I mean it stays in, in connection always with that which is with the substance. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.